It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. We seek to do... New Yorkers definitely love AOC. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tried to hold a press conference about the immigration crisis yesterday, saying that the dream is still alive for these hundreds of thousands of people. And she basically walked into a war zone. She could not get a word out edgewise. They just screamed at her with a bullhorn through the whole thing. Close the border. Uh, Close the border. (laughs) Send them back. Close the border. Uh, uh, New Yorkers, 80, by the way, 80% of people, Americans, Democrats, independents, and Republicans alike have all said immigration is one of the number one things to worry about now. Oh, so now all of a sudden the wall doesn't sound like a bad idea to some people, does it? It's amazing. Anyway, uh, maybe Bill will go see the wall. He's in Arizona. He's taking the week off. Uh, (laughs) Diener's filling in. (laughs) He's going to be a special assignment. (laughs) Bill reporting live from the the wall. wall. (laughs) (laughs) Works for me anyway. But uh, he's on vacation this week, and it's just me and Diener, so thank you for keeping me company. The other big news out of yesterday was, uh, other than football, which I'm sure we'll talk about extensively. What are we doing the pick? What, what, uh, we'll what give you our fire? reveal at the 8.33 rapid fire. Are we calling Bill? I'll text him. And I'll see, because he's three hours behind. It's going to be 5.30 in Arizona. I'm and, sure he stayed the, to watch the, the game the, like I did. The Patriots, the Patriots lost. lost. So I might leave him alone here on a Monday morning, let him enjoy his vacation. Yeah, maybe. It, you're just we'll afraid to call him. Who are you kidding? That's I'm, why you're texting. I'm thrilled inside <laughs> that the Dolphins won, but at, on the outside, I'm terrified to talk to Bill. <laughs> just yes. Look at the bright side. He's not in the studio That's right. today. That That's is good. That's the good news. Uh, anyway, Kristen Welker uh, from Meet the Depressed uh, actually invited uh, the former president to sit down with her yesterday and and you're right you know what Diener what the, everybody tries to do is catch him in in a lie catch him in that he's going to screw up and he basically she asked him everything she asked him about Taiwan she asked him about her wife Melania he asked her she asked him about the 91 charges but the funniest part was when she asked him about Joe Biden she goes well you know your, your double justice system doesn't seem to be working anymore because they indicted you know Hunter Biden on three gun charges and he goes yeah on the one charge that doesn't affect Joe Biden. And I went, oh my God, he's right. He goes, he's, he's facing 12 charges. The yeah. only one that doesn't include his father is this one. It's a good point, actually. It's a because, very good point. And actually, it was something that, that Bill kind of alluded to last week when that announcement first came out, when the news came out that, you know, Hunter Biden was going to be indicted on that on that gun charge after the failed plea deal. Right. By the way, remember that? They tried right. to get that sweetheart deal. Sweetheart deal. Like, Goodness, we be... all sat there going, wait a minute, the gun charge alone is like 25 years. Come on. Like saying like he or his family can never be convicted of a crime, like yeah. all this crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, so, wow. But, no, but Bill, Bill kind of alluded to that point when uh, last week, when he said, you know, some people are saying this is a like a distraction charge because it distracts away from the other stuff, the bigger stuff, the bribery scandals, you know, the money laundering between Hunter and his dad, the current president of the, of the United States. And so, you know, Trump has a point there when he was talking to Kristen Welker yesterday saying, yeah, that's that's great. They indicted him on the gun charge. What about all the other stuff with, yeah. with Joe? Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't include his father. That's yeah. why. Uh, by the way, this is breaking. The five Americans that were detained uh, will be freed under the prisoner swap deal with the the Iranian people. Ah, okay. Uh, the, okay, so not only do we get our five Americans, but we paid. Was it six? We didn't pay. 
we released $6 billion. Now, here's the gotcha. They get five Iranian prisoners that are here somewhere in the United States. I don't know what prisons they're being held in or maybe they're being held overseas. They'll be released. Plus, we released $6 billion that frozen assets that have been in Qatar. They've been now they're in Qatar. Qatar's going to release it to a Swiss bank. And then Iran can get access to the $6 billion from there. Now, the original thought from our president was the money's going to be used for humanitarian issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, took, it took the Iranian president 12 seconds after the ink dried on the deal. Uh, I'm going to use the money any damn well way I choose. Yeah, exactly. Which means terrorist money and probably bombs. And who knows? Yeah, because, you know. they're going to give us? Iran is known for the humanitarian. Yeah, uh, those poor people. How they treat their people. Give me a break. Hey, can you punch me up over there? Yeah. I had this story in rapid fire last week. Man recovering. Where is the, okay, it's been the year of the what? The bear and the what bear else? The bear and the bow constrictor. Oh, you're such a liar. <laughs> the shark. <laughs> the shark. And as a matter of fact, I think I did a Facebook Live post of this a couple of years ago when I went on one of my road trips. I actually stuck my toe in the water at New Smyrna Beach, which is in Volusia County, which is the shark bite capital of the world, without a doubt. I it, can't it believe is you every did year. It. I, yeah, well, I did. I looked very, very good. I yeah. stuck my toe in. That was it. Took a picture. <laughs> done. Anyway, this guy was out surfing. He got bit in the face good in New Smyrna gosh. Beach by a shark. I remember that story. Yeah. His name's Mark Somerset. Here he is with some advice for fellow surfers. I have no idea what this guy's saying, so okay. hopefully he doesn't swear. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a gold chain. So anybody that's ever out in the water, I suggest you don't wear a gold chain while you're surfing, especially. It, uh, it thought I was a fish the scales on the fish and he grabbed my face because of that i believe i'm almost 100 percent certain of that wow oh there you go what are you doing there to you me go. over there that's you you don't like me today <laughs> cut my mic off it was a long night you have a, a lot of light oh uh, yeah okay you should be happy here. because your stupid dolphins won so let's move on yeah uh the incident happened last tuesday but he said he was wearing a gold chain around his neck and he, that's what he thinks the shark saw thought it was a fish like the the shimmery things of the fins you know the scales on a fish and it bit him right in the face it makes sense. Seventh shark bite in Volusia County this year. Seventh. Gosh. And did you see that on Friday, Thursday, they had orcas off of Fort Pierce. There were granite orcas? orcas, killer whales. Just what? cruising along. Yeah. Somebody saw them. There's so, a video of it. Wow. And I'm making it up. That would have been awesome to see. Can you imagine that? No. Come I don't on. want to see an orca. <laughs> you know, I want to see it on TV in a tank. No, 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 no so I really cool. don't want to see it in a tank. I'd rather see it on somebody else's TV out in the wild. Yeah. Not me. They Don't you remember the ones in Spain? Yeah. They're, they're, they're congregating together and attacking. They're planned attacks against ships. Oh, see, now that's what you have to make sure of. I don't want the attack orcas oh, coming no, to no, South okay. Florida. So, yeah. Yes. I did, you, did you know there are orcas in South Florida? Did I you didn't. know? No, I, I had no idea. I've heard recently of like orca sightings off of South Florida coast over the past few <laughs> months. I've heard of these these orcas yeah. making their way over. They saw some. I think they were off of Key West. Actually, it might be the same pod making That's its insane. way north. It's making it. So speaking of making its way north, going totally off track of Stan here. Oh. That stupid Hurricane Lee. Oh, it's gone finally. R.I.P. Lee. You know what? Kudos to Bill, because they kept on saying, oh, it's going to destroy New England. It's, I called up my brother and it you know, was supposed to hit. My brother lives in Rhode Island. It was going to come ashore or, you know, skirt near there in Boston. I called up every friend I knew. My brother's comment was, oh, wind, gust, a twig <laughs> fell. I said, really? He goes, it was such a nothing. It was ridiculous. 
That's he says we've had we've had worse rainstorms like on any given day. <laughs> That's how it was goes. A little wind, yep. no big deal. So I don't know. They said a bunch of people, a couple of people died. I'm like, how'd they die? I don't know. I don't get it. I yeah, made landfall in Nova Scotia as a tropical storm. Uh, yeah, Saturday see, uh, late afternoon. See, it's and I can see Nova Scotia because they're probably not used to any kind of storm, right? When do they get hit? Sometimes, you know, you get those things that are going out into the shipping lanes, so it happens here and there. But, yeah, that's 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 where it ended up going. So it was a nothing storm. Lee is no more. There's also Nigel that was named as a Category 1, literally in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and that is going out towards, like, the North Pole. That's going so far away out really? into the ocean. So wow. That one's going to be Tell gone, Tell you, too. it's not going away, at least for now. I give it till Wednesday. Maybe I'm wrong, but this ain't going to last long. United Auto Workers still picketing, and now they're shutting down more plants. Mm. Hey, the, the automakers can't deal with this. It's going to end quickly. Anyway, we'll have all the details coming up next at 8.50 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Uh, Jennifer Ross Diener's filling in for the vacationing Bill Adams. It was pretty funny because it's it's his wife's birthday and his 25th wedding anniversary. Boy, talk about killing off two birds with one stone. Not bad. They did Good that well. There. Actually, the only reason he... You know how why they got married on the day they got married? The Patriots weren't playing. Oh, I get it. When they you got married 25 years ago. So they he got married during football season to begin with. <laughs> oh, so my. They're, a, they're in Arizona, and it was funny. Yesterday, he posted a picture. Was it yesterday, the day before? And it says, Boynton Trail. I started laughing. I said, you just can't get the hell out of Boynton Beach, can you? <laughs> but it was uh, it was the name of the trail they were on in Arizona. And then he posted a picture sitting poolside at his resort watching the game. And I went, oh, Probably jumped in the pool and tried to drown himself. After oh no! That, the, the end of that. <laughs> Not game. a bad scene, though. Have fun, Bill. Yeah, have fun. At least you're on vacation, and you can, you know, commiserate and drown your sorrows while you're sitting at the bar. Um, anyway. Things that are going on here, I my prediction is this strike is not going to last long. And the more I hear about it, the more I'm on the side of the auto workers. I oh. was originally with the the auto the auto makers, but now I, I no. And here's the thing, Stellantis, Stellantis, Stellantis. How do you say tomato, it? tomato, whatever? Yeah, Stellantis potato, blinked. Ah. Okay, United Auto Workers want a 40% raise over four years. They want pensions, health care, and retirement. They want an end to the tiered wage system. They want a bunch of stuff. However, the president of the UAW, the Sean Fain, he came out yesterday and said, over the past 10 years, the automakers have made like billions, billions of dollars in profits. Now, the auto work, or the automakers are trying to say they're spending all that profit in now in building plants to build electric cars to changing their factories over to that uaw is like eh, it makes no difference we still built all the other cars you made all the billions of dollars on right so i can understand Thirteen thousand auto workers are on strike right now the, uh, there's 140,000 of them all together so it's kind of like a tiered thing so today more are going to walk off another plant it's a so big deal. It's going to shut down. It's day four. they said if it lasted a week it would cost the automakers five billion dollars in a week. It's a lot of money. And also means <laughs> the, the only the only good thing is out of the, all of this and and I don't I'm trying to tr- find a silver, you know, lining know, here. Hard. If you have a used car and you're getting ready to sell it, wait right. because if this strike goes on, used car values are going to go through the roof. That's true. Then uh, of course on the bad end, that means you can't buy car a new prices car. are going to yeah, go so, up. Yeah, right? so either car way. prices have already gone up exponentially. So it's Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. I love my Kia, but anything comparable to my Kia? Right, a hundred thousand plus. Yeah, it's insane. easily, easily. I was, I was like, that's like a house. I've for God's sakes. Yeah, no, it's true. I've had my car for thirteen years. Knock on everything around me that I get. It's a nice looking car, though. Oh, thank you. 
to, to be able to keep this thing as long as I can because it really was coming down to that. It's like, well, yeah, would I like a new car? Sure, but how am I going to afford it? It's going to be like a $700 payment just, oh, it's, just it's for absurd. something normal. It is. It's crazy. It's crazy. Almost as crazy as what they did on Capitol Hill very quietly over the weekend. We discussed this, I think, on Friday. What did I say about John Fetterman? Do you oh, remember? About Fetterman, Mr. Uh, Hoodie and Jim uh, Shorts there? Yeah. Okay. Originally, he was just, even by his own staff, they were saying, you know what? You really should wear like a suit, sir. You are a senator. So what did they do over the weekend? They changed the dress code wow. requirements. Look at so that. now any senator, any member of the House of Representatives can show up in hoodies and shorts as long as they want. However, you go to visit the Senate, you go to visit the House, you better damn well have a dress on or a suit or they're not going to let you in. Does that make sense? No. So well, Chuck, Chucky Schumer, of course, is all always wear a suit because you're a jerk, <laughs> Chucky. But that's besides the point. Um I'm not a Chucky e. Schumer fan, but I applaud him for saying that because, no offense, you guys people make a lot of money. At least look halfway decent in public, especially if you're going to be on national television trying to pass a bill. Yeah, forget about the money. You're a Senate in the most powerful country in the, in the entire – a senator in the most powerful country in the entire world. And you're going in there dressed like a bum. You're going in he there does. dressed he, like he, you're going into the gym. He looks actually – he looks like he just left the gym yeah, most of the time. Exactly. It's horrible. It's not a nice look. No, it's, it's an sorry. absolute disgrace to the Senate floor. But now the only other – and, of course, you know, look, they moved the goalposts for their own, right? I mean, we've seen this done a million times, so I shouldn't be shocked that they did this. The only silver lining here is that we could get, like, a sighting of Mitch McConnell in, like, cargo shorts or, Do like— Do I like, really want to see those chicken legs? <laughs> board shorts and sandals? Oh, my God, You no. want to get that going? The, I mean, let's think—how <laughs> many other senators Can you, you imagine Nancy Pelosi showing up, oh, my God, with, with squirts on? Let's get, oh my God! Let's please. get Diane Feinstein oh in there. Oh God, no! With bicycle Jeez. shorts. Okay, those are too, those are too many Jen. visuals. I don't want us to imagine. <laughs> oh my God! Holy cow! See what they did? Now they opened up a can of worms. You're not kidding. A can of worms. Speaking of a can of worms, they got a can of worms going on in L.A. They are now looking for a cop killer. Uh, this poor police officer. Um, in Los Angeles, he was in front of one of their like substations at a traffic light, and they got it all caught on a traffic cam. Car pulls up next to him. You don't see like you don't hear anything. You don't see like a big blast, and then you see the car that was next to the cop take off, and then the cop car roll forward and crash into like they hits a pole. I think they shot the guy and killed him. It's terrible. While he was sitting in his patrol car at a stoplight for no reason whatsoever. So now there's this, I hope they catch these creeps and they take them outside and they beat them to death. It makes you wonder, was this like some type of gang initiation Oh my thing? God, you, you know what? You're right. It could very well have been you know, that it's exactly. It's just so random. It was like, holy cow, what is wrong with this well, place? This is what happens. Criminals feel emboldened when they're not being punished for crimes. Well, stay I mean, out of Chicago then after today because today Illinois becomes the first state in the nation. No bail. Oh, that's going to go great. No bail. What's it, the worst that can happen? <laughs> Just let criminals roam the streets. You're arrested, sir. You have the right to remain silent. All right, cool. See and you later. You're bye. freed an hour later. <laughs> have, a, have a nice life. See you later. And that's about what's going to happen. What you can't joke. tell me that's not going to happen. It's up to the it's up to the judge's discretion as to what happens to each criminal. They're saying if it's a really bad offense, they won't let them loose. I'm like, oh. how many? Okay, New York lets murderers loose all the time. 
Yeah. See you later. Oh, you only have to pay a couple of hundred bucks. I'm, it's New York will be next. They'll be the ones to, to follow in suit and say, okay, no problem. We're going to let you loose. So you just shot eight people. It's insane. Mm. I will leave you on a good note. Oh, rapid fires next. Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, Powerball jackpot for tonight, 638 million bucks. And not to get sneezed at, Mega Millions tomorrow night, 183 million. But this is my favorite story, and I think they make this crap up, so they incense me. Guy in Maryland was wanted to buy a specific lottery ticket called Cash for Life. Scratch off. Yeah. New cashier screwed it up, gave him the wrong ticket. He decided to keep it anyway. He hit the jackpot for $580,000. I'm surprised you did that. You normally hate these people. I didn't say I like the guy. <laughs> anyway, we got rapid fire coming up next. 850 WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, it's actually Jen and Diener's Rapid Fire. Bill's on vacation. He'll be back on Friday. Well, he'll be back. Is he coming back Monday? Uh, he'll be here for Monday's show. Will he? Okay. Yeah. Are we sure? Pretty sure. Okay, <laughs> I, we'll I am coming back Tuesday. I for whatever reason. I and think I'm he's trying be to back figure out why. Show. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will start things off with what the hell's going on in Pennsylvania. Put it this way. Even where they find him? They just found him? There you they go. Find, did they right. just find him? Yeah, right in time for your story. Look, at, Look that. at that. Just screwed me all up. Thank you to the state troopers of Pennsylvania. Whoever is in charge of the prison system and the detention system in Pennsylvania will be finding a new job after this. Uh, nine juveniles had escaped from a juvenile detention center last night following a bloody riot. Uh, they called in every kind of cop they could possibly find. They just have... Uh, he looks like he's the head of the, I don't know, Morgantown Police Department. I don't know. Morgantown, Pennsylvania. They caught these. I guess they stayed together, these nine kids. Uh, but they had everybody on alert. They shut down school systems. They shut down any meeting that was taking place. Uh, the interesting part is right after the riot, they threw all the detention people out of the detention center. Law enforcement stepped in. So I don't know if it's the state troopers that took over in Pennsylvania that took over this detention center or if it's just local cops but it is no longer under the realm of the detention people whoever they may be so if you want to know the geography of pennsylvania here where morgantown is because you might be wondering well morgantown pennsylvania i never even heard of that place well obviously it's a small town it's it's called uh, what does bill call it uh pennsylvania Kentucky, okay. There's so many yeah. areas in Pennsylvania that look like Kentucky when you this, get out of the cities. This was the Abraxas Juvenile Detention Center. Yeah, so it's in that Pennsylvania type of uh, okay. area, uh, about three hours northeast of Philly. Oh, so that's so, the area. Well, you know, at least they're far away from Philadelphia. I went right. to actually, Calvin Conti almost got that far by the time they caught him. He was 35 miles away from the prison he escaped from. Gosh. Was on the lam for two weeks. What the hell's going on? And then July, they had another murderer escape. Yeah. So uh, what's going on in Pennsylvania? Somebody better check out their prison systems. If you're going to offend anybody, go to Pennsylvania because you can escape (laughs) easily, apparently. Jeez. A riot. Well, it's nice to know that they found him. So nine, yes. The nine dangerous teams have been found. And once again, Jen, you've been thwarted in your prison escape stories. (laughs) I thought you had another one for the next two weeks. I did. Kevin Connie kept me alive for 14 days, for God's (laughs) sakes. Case. Well, we'll see if there's more prison escape stories as time goes on. Hopefully not. So, you know, we talked about the um, hack for MGM. Yeah. You know, the, the hotels, their app, as football season began, people can't go and bet on the app, which is costing them billions of dollars. Their casinos. Right. So they're losing a lot of money. 
And it's also ruining travel for people, right? When it comes to checking in hotels and things like that. They said in Vegas alone, 46,000 hotel rooms were affected. In Vegas. That was just Vegas. Well, don't worry, Jen. Oh, okay. Because the strip club has come oh, no. to the rescue. Oh, dear. Larry, Frins, Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Oh, Obviously, dear. he's long oh, gone. But it's named after him. The Hustler Club of Las Vegas says it's offering free luggage storage and airport pickup. That's nice. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Okay. You know, for people who are experiencing delays and checking and things like that. That's one thing to tell your wife. Oh, honey, the, the strip club, they, they gave me a ride. They picked up my luggage. It was great. It's very generous of yeah. them. And they're also offering oh, a no. $1,200 Platinum VIP membership <laughs> and lap dances okay, there you for go. people who are affected by the okay. MGM hat. How many, how many guys are booking trips to Vegas as we speak just because of that? Oh, honey, I got this convention going on. Can you imagine, like, you know, you're going to take a trip to Vegas and say you and your wife or something, oh, honey, let's plan a trip to Vegas. Okay, where are we staying? Oh, uh, the MGM Grand. Don't they have a problem going on there? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> They got it covered. Don't yeah, worry about it. Good. good gosh. You see the, the fine people of Larry Flynn's yeah, Hustler Club. Fine they're people. Just, they're upstanding citizens trying to make a difference yeah. in the community. Yeah, <laughs> sure they are. Trying to make a buck. Anyway, hopefully they'll fix that MGM problem. Yeah, that's, 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 that's going true. on like a week now. I know. Not a good thing. You know what today is? What? We talked about it. National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, that's right. I was waiting for this all week last week. Okay, so you can go pig out McDonald's, get a double cheeseburger, 50 cents if you order through the app. Let's go. Okay, Burger King, next three days. Today, rewards members. you got to be a reward member. You get a free cheeseburger with any purchase. Tomorrow, free Whopper Jr. On Wednesday, Whoppers cost three bucks. See what I'm saying? This is great stuff. Wendy's through Friday, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger costs one cent with any online purchase. Wendy's is highly underrated in my opinion. Oh, me and you both. Yeah. Yeah. That with a with a oh a chocolate frosty, forget get that. Get out of here. Beautiful. And then Dairy Queen, a free cheeseburger with any order of a dollar or more. Can't I mean, do that with an ice cream cone. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I went to Dairy Queen one time because oh. they all don't they they don't all have hot food, right? You know, sometimes, sometimes it's just ice cream. Yeah, exactly. So I went into a Dairy Queen one time. I think it was actually the one in Royal Palm Beach. You know, the area by uh, Crestwood in that area. And so I'm standing in line. A guy behind in front of me goes, uh, "Let me get a chili cheese dog." And the girl goes, no, no, I'm sorry, we don't, we only serve ice cream here. He's like, ah, uh, let me get chicken tenders then. (laughs) (laughs) We only serve ice cream. He's like, oh, okay, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) So make sure if you're going to get one of those free cheeseburgers Uh, at Dairy Queen or, you know, what is a discount or whatever. Just make sure cheeseburger, but then order a dollar or more. Make sure you go to a Dairy Queen that's that serving food. <laughs> hot food. Okay, <laughs> brutal. So <Ouch>. chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, no food. <laughs> Give me chicken nuggets. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. Oh. Of course, I'm in line when it happens. So Jen, it was what? a big deal on Friday. What? I was very happy. Okay, I know you're happy because the Dolphins won last yes, night. Very happy about that. But I was also happy on Friday because what? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, God, what do he do now? Made his return to the WWE. Stepped inside a WWE oh, ring for the first and time And I'm in four sure years. he was on his Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok Live going, had, look at me being humble. He had his. <laughs> please. Kill me. <laughs> your, your hate. For, for I don't the hate Rock. him. It's just like, he, oh, he sits there and says, <laughs> I'm so humble. I do everything like under the radar. That's Every right. time he does anything, it's on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Oh, no. TikTok, it's everywhere. No, no. 
There's a lot, good, a lot of good behind the scenes, Jen. Okay, whatever. So, what did he do now? So did he get his butt kicked? This was actually no. This was actually it, it was a big deal. All Kenny aside, because he made an appearance in Boulder, Colorado for the Colorado game. Him and Deion Sanders are really good friends. So we'll talk about that Colorado game on the next. Oh, are they fire. really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they've known each other a long time. They pretty much played around the same time. He played for Miami. Deion Sanders played for Florida State. Oh, okay. Late '80s, early '90s. Um, so they know each other a long time. So he went to go support him. So it just turns out that the WWE event on Friday night, Friday Night SmackDown, airs on Fox every Friday night. He was in town. Denver's not too far from Boulder. So him and you know the guys at WWE talk. Hey, would you like to come in? You're not as busy since uh, this writer strike is going on. The actor strike is going on. That's okay. He promotes himself enough. And okay. he came in. It was. And you know, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling yes. nerd. I've been watching. You're the wrestling. only nerd I know for wrestling, actually. But that's, okay. that's that's fine. Probably a fan since I was about four or five years old. Honestly, as long as I can remember. When I tell you that was one of the loudest crowd reactions I've ever heard in my life. Nobody knew he was going to be there? No one knew. There was rumors. There was rumors he was going to show up. Again, for the first time in four years. He hasn't fought in ten years. But there were rumors he was going to be there. And sure enough, first five minutes, the song comes on. And people lost his, their they minds. They mean they know him by his song. Oh my gosh. As soon as, <laughs> okay. as, soon as the first note hits. <laughs> They lost I've their minds. Watched, I've never watched one wrestling match in my life. What's his song? It starts off, I think Bill's actually played it before. Oh, really? It starts off, you know, if you smell what the rock is cooking, you know, that oh, whole thing. Oh, okay, yeah. that yeah. one. All right. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. So he comes out to that. That clip alone, it was he was out there for about five minutes. He did, you know, the thing and did the people's elbow and all that stuff. And that got over 100 million views over the weekend on the WWE social Accounts again. Look at me, humble rock. Hey, look! You can't help it that people want to see him. It was it was quite the spectacle. So that well, was cool I'm, to see. I'm glad it made you happy. Yes, you a, had a good a weekend, man. Yeah, it was a big deal. Everybody yeah, enjoyed really. it. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Almost as good as uh, these people. I got to ask Jay Ratliff, our aviation experts, coming up next on <laughs> flight 850 WFDL. A plane, you know, loses your luggage. This plane left without any luggage. What the heck's what? going on? Yeah, it's, we ran out of music. Oh. you got to shut up over there. <laughs> we'll be back with Jay after this. <laughs> no messages allowed this week because it's just me and Tina. Bill's on vacation. <laughs> you can send hate mail to him. Uh, it's Jennifer Ross. <laughs> uh, you know what? How many times have you ever flown, Dina, and they lost your luggage? Thankfully, no. It's like my worst nightmare, though. Uh, we went on a, a ski trip once with when I worked for WRMF years ago, and they lost my luggage on the way to Steamboat. Oh, jeez. Okay. So the airline ended up, you know, uh, I had to go buy all new stuff. Thank goodness back then the airlines, you know, reimbursed you. Six months later, they found my suitcase. Oh. Six months. In this case, the, the luggage didn't even make it. And I want to know how many times this happened. So we have to call in our aviation expert, Jay Ratliff, to explain this dilemma. He's coming in next. Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert, Jay Ratliff, on News Talk 850, WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, you are cleared for takeoff. I heard you put your armor on, you got your helmet on, you got your little boxing gloves on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm ready. You're ready? Okay, I got to ask you this. This Swiss International Airlines plane from Zurich to Spain, it, <laughs> it apparently they got, like, problems with staff. They left. 
They didn't take anybody's luggage. Now, here's the gotcha. The people on the plane didn't find out they didn't have any luggage until they waited two hours at the stupid little carousel. What is wrong with these people? Well, you know, when the airplane takes off, the captain signs off on the weight and balance. That's when they're told how much cargo they have underneath the aircraft. And I'm convinced the captain knew they had no luggage because they're going to give him the accurate information. So that was a two-hour flight. So for that entire two hours, the captain doesn't think to mention to the passengers. (laughs) We had a problem. We couldn't load your bags. See a customer service agent. We'll we'll take care of it. We free drinks on us. Something along those lines, right? Swiss Air. I mean, they're a great airline. And then they land, and still, as you mentioned, no word to the customer. Holy cow! They let them get off the plane. They let them go to baggage claim. Is there an announcement in baggage claim? No. They make them wait another two hours. I mean, this is four hours of no communication. And I can tell you, when I worked for Northwest Airlines, one of the things that I knew from my career was that if you want to get a passenger mad, keep them in the dark. If you have bad news, you give it to them, keep them updated. They may not like it, but they appreciate the fact that you're keeping them updated on what's going on. Even if you don't know anything, an update every 20 minutes, just let them know what you know. So the fact this went four freaking hours and nobody (laughs) said word one for 111 people, I mean, it's just – Look, if you need a reminder of just how bad customer service is these days, this is just another example on on top of the mile-high stack of examples we have of just how bad things are. And, you know, that's one of the reasons that a lot of people now are just dropping an AirTag in their bag so that they can track exactly where the the bag is at. And we've seen so many examples this past summer where agents are clueless at at the baggage claim area saying, we don't know where your bag is, blah, blah. and the agent says, I can tell you right where it's at. Here, I've got it tagged. And so often the agent, as arrogant as some of them choose to be, well, no. they won't take that. <laughs> they, they won't pick up the phone and call Cleveland because that's where the bag's at. They'll say, we'll put it in the system. It'll turn up. Because typically what happens, what's supposed to happen, is that when you have a flight and you have extra bags, you're supposed to put those into the system. Because the passengers aren't there, you don't know where they're at, you have an unclaimed bag. Even if it has no tag, you put it in the baggage trace system. So that way, eventually, it can get matched up. But these people these days, the savvy technical travelers that we have, they're just dropping these cheap little air tags in every bag, both carry-on and checked, and they're able to track exactly where their bag is at. So, I mean, we've had examples of people that cannot get the airline to get off their butt to look and they buy a, a ticket, the passenger, and flies to the city where their bag is at, goes to baggage claim, picks it up, and then flies <laughs> back home because they can't trust the airline to do their job. It's And, look, I've got friends that go to Europe for a week at a time. They carry their stuff on. They said, there's no way they're ruining my week trip to, to Europe. Well, you know, we'll wear the same clothes, wash them constantly, and we're, we're okay if we wear the same outfit every three days. We don't care because we'll at least have what we uh, – what we came with. So, Jen, does it surprise me? No, it does not. But four hours of no communication. <laughs> this is not a low-cost, just start-up airline. We're talking about Swiss Air. Oh, no, there's no excuse for that. Note, I'll never fly Swiss Air again. I, I get They're it. a great airline. I mean, I would fly them tomorrow. I might check my bag. I might carry my bag. But, I mean, 
and you know every flight that is is going now, people are like telling the captain, "Now you sure we got all the bags on board there, Captain?" Oh, I mean, you I'm know sure. they're going to have to live with this for years. Well, I want to know how this guy did it. And I tried to find the video, but I couldn't. You sent us, you know, when we talk about what we're going to discuss this morning, you said a guy posted a video going from the back row of the airplane after it landed, and he exits before everybody else gets off, right? Yes. So he, he apparently went live with this on some social media thing. Maybe it was a TikTok, wherever. So well, what he got ha- a whopping 4,000 followers, yes. Okay. <laughs> what did he do? What did he, like, bum rush everybody and, like, just well, push them out of the way? He grabs his backpack, he's in the last row, and when the seatbelt sign is about to go off, he's up and he's halfway down the aisle by that point in time. And wow. he's booking. So, I mean, he's probably knocking Grandma out of the way, getting up there. He's the <laughs> fifth one off the airplane. Wow. And this little, this little intelligent donkey up here is <laughs> looking back with this grin on his face like, you know, I showed these people. And he went to social media bragging about what a great job he did. You know, these people can't get their act together, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, it blows up worldwide where people are like, uh, excuse me, you're the problem. You're the one that can't wait. You're, you know, we're t- not talking about, look, i got a really tight connection. I need to get home because my grandfather's on life support. None of that stuff. This is just an idiot being an idiot. And then posting about it like he, he did some great thing. Now, maybe he doesn't care that, that two-thirds of the world thinks he's a bum, but uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it's coming out as because it's like, you know, and all it would have, it, it, this is not Jay suggesting any future action. All somebody had to do is accidentally trip the kid. Well, oh, I'm I sorry. would have done Boom, it. right on your nose. So, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. have been as as polite. I probably would have elbowed him in the face, Jay. To well, be I'm quite sure honest with you. Comments, but, <laughs> but yeah, we live we live in a day and age where people don't care what you say. So true. They, Unfortunately, they, I got to stop yeah. you because we're, we're, we're ran out of time, and I'm getting yelled at over here by Diener. So sorry, Jay. Well, time with you flies. Always fun. It always. So we'll talk to you next week, same time, same place. Thank you so very much for everything about Jay and his aviation tidbit or any information about day trading or aviation trips, 850WFTL.com. When we come back, we're talking Donald Trump. He sat down with Meet the Depressed. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's one of 12 charges. There are 12 possible charges. And, he's and this still is under the only charge that doesn't affect his father. Well, he's still under investigation. Well, sure, maybe. I mean, let's see what happens. But this is the only charge that doesn't affect Joe Biden. Uh, This was the gun charge. This is uh, our former president who actually sat down with Kristen Welker of Meet the Depressed. Uh, It aired yesterday. I think the interview took place a couple of days earlier. And she asked him about, you know, you say there's this injustice between the Republicans, what, you know, and all, all the crap they've thrown at you. But now that Hunter Biden's been indicted, doesn't that disprove your theory there's injustice as far as who's looked at as far as breaking the law? And he said, yeah, he's got 12 charges. The one charge they get him on is the one that doesn't affect his father. I said, you make a very valid point, Mr. President. It's a good point. And that's why a lot of people thought when that indictment story came out last week, there were some people who were cautioning, you know, number one, nothing's going to happen to him. But number two, that could be a distraction from the other stories. True. That's, you know, or the other, you know, charges or allegations that surround Hunter and Joe, you know, all of a sudden you say, oh, well, they got him on the gun charge. So let's just forget about all this other stuff that's been talked about, you know, the illegal business, uh, business dealings with Ukraine and China and things like that. That's no big deal. Money laundering, all good. It's, it's a gun charge on Hunter. 
Nothing else to see yeah, here. That's it. Move along. He also went on to say that Nancy Pelosi was responsible for January 6th. He said uh, she was in charge of security. This being Donald Trump. Uh, she turned down 10,000 soldiers. He said if she hadn't turned them down, there would never have been a January 6th. Well, she says that's a lie. Of course she does. But we've heard that before, too, even with uh, Mayor Bowser there in D.C. Oh, God. With, you know, the, he tried to get the National Guard over there, and that's that's always been the story. I mean, you know, he maintains that. Other people, down. Yeah, other people have said that, you know, you try to get the National Guard in there beforehand, and they turn it down. Makes you wonder, why would they do something like that? I don't know. It makes me wonder, hmm. doesn't it? Hmm. Uh, it's the South Florida Morning Show. Bill's on vacation, by the way. He'll be back on, uh, you sure he's back on is, Monday? Is that where he is? Oh, I, was, I thought he was in the bathroom. I don't know what's going on? Yeah, I, I I can't lie because he's he's already posted a thousand pictures from Arizona. I was like, have a good time. He was on Boynton Trail yesterday, and all I did was laugh. I said, you can't get out of Boynton Beach. Said, what the hell? <laughs> you, really? Is this the one trail you picked to go walk on? It's that is ironic. Boynton Trail. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Please. Yeah, he'll be back on Monday. You sure? Because I got him come back Tuesday. We better check. Uh, U.S. <laughs> military still searching for a missing F-35 jet. Yes, an F-35 fighter jet. Uh, the pilot ejected yesterday afternoon because of a mishap. Now, was the ejection a mishap or was the, pi- the plane going down because the plane was on autopilot? It belongs to the Marine Corps Air Station Beaufort. Uh, it's uh, Joint Base Charleston in South Carolina. Uh, they're asking people if you see it, if you find it in the woods. Oh, jeez. Maybe I, I, maybe it, I don't know which way was he going. Was he going east and was he going west? I mean, no, it's a good question. If he's going east, it'll land, you hope it landed in the ocean and right. it didn't kill anybody. Right. I, I can't imagine this thing still flying around. So if it came down in a populated area, you would have heard about it by now, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So it must have crash landed by now. But even if I probably won't even hear about where it crash landed. I oh, it would be like the hot air balloon. Yeah, that was exactly. not a hot air balloon, spy balloon. I, I don't know how this happens. I really, I want to see more details on this. Maybe we'll hear more details later today that we can, you know, kind of um, update on tomorrow. Because what is the situation that forces a pilot to eject while the plane is on autopilot? Yeah, well, they said it was a mishap. So the mishap would be was his ejection. He pressed the wrong button. button. He's trying to take it off autopilot. He hits eject instead. Don't you have to pull a lever and go through like... I have no idea. My gosh. All I know is it usually takes them like 10 minutes to strap into one of these things. Just before they take... It's like 20 minutes before they even roll back. Oh my goodness. I love the people that work with them though. The ground crew. The way they... Oh, they do an incredible job. They're really pretty impressive. So anyway, if you happen to see an F-35 jet flying by, uh, just call up uh, Joint Base uh, Charleston and let them know that you've seen it. if you're on the... uh, uh, at the Target in, um, let's say, Okeechobee in 441. If you're over there <laughs> <laughs> later on today and you see an F-35 fly over, just, just call the base there in Charleston. Oh, let them God. Know. This is what – how much time do I have? <laughs> oh, we got like three minutes. We got oh, all day. God, I got all day. This yeah. is awesome. Uh, we'll tell you first about um, the president. He's in – he's doing a tour of New York. He's in New York for – uh, the United Nations General Assembly. Oh, I thought you meant like a sightseeing tour. No, like well, he's... he's there for four days and three nights. He got there yesterday. Oh. He's doing fundraisers. He'll be at the U.N. General Assembly tomorrow. He's going to meet with the U.N. General Secretary, Brazil's president, Israeli president, uh, P.M. Benjamin Netanyahu. Oh, Prime Benny's Min- back. Benny's oh. back. And then he meets with Central Asian leaders. But who does he come home with? He has a passenger on Air Force One. They say they're going to meet. They're going to fly away separately. I say he's in the cargo hold. He's bringing back <laughs> Zelensky with him because he's meeting with him on Thursday at the White House. 
And that's after, I'm sure, he asked the U.N. General Assembly to write lots of checks to Zelensky. Yeah. And then he's going to go to the White House, pull out the White House checkbook and say, here's another billion dollars. Have a nice life. I have never seen in my life a leader of a country who has been invaded travel more than this guy. Isn't that amazing? He's all over the place. He's making special appearances. He makes speeches for the Oscars. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be on all the late night talk show hosts right. with them if the strike wasn't still going on. How do you have time to do all that? Aren't you supposed to be concentrating on, you know, defending your country? Like, what, a, what is going on there? I don't know. It makes <laughs> you wonder. Where's his wife? And you have all the people who are, you know, hanging out at pool parties in Kiev and like, nothing's <laughs> going on. I know. It makes no sense. Ah. Yet they're saying Russia's kicking their butt. Yeah, sure. Uh, little Chubby, speaking of Russia, Little Chubby, the president of North Korea, as I lovingly call him, Little Chubby, uh, he left <laughs> uh, He left Russia yesterday on his private uh, protected train back to North Korea. Uh, he carries with him some pictures of Vladimir Putin signed and sealed. Oh, and uh, he went to a walrus show. What? He went to a walrus. <laughs> That's what I said. What do you mean? He went to a walrus show, like like a SeaWorld kind of show, like a walrus show. Well, they have like a, like a comedian, like I, a clown I out there with no the walrus? Idea. I have no idea, but he went to see a walrus show before he left Russia. And I'm sure he promised Russia everything they wanted in return. Uh, this is one of the- I'm Flabbergasted by that. Me and you both. How much time? About 30 seconds, a minute. 18-year-old guy in Germany. This is not good. He was running to catch a bus- and, of course, he trips. Where does he trip? Underneath the bus. Oh, good gosh. The bus rolls over him and stops on top of him. No! What's wrong with this bus driver? <laughs> Usually there's a dun you know, like you go over oh. the bump. <laughs> Jeez. He, th- he, he thought it was a raccoon. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, hey, where did that speed bump come from? That's anyway. New. It ends oh, well. Gosh. So the bus is on top of this guy. What do you mean it ends well? It ends, <laughs> it ends well. So this guy is trapped under the bus. 40 people come running and what? pick the bus up. That's insane. Pick the bus up, get the guy out. He walks away with a broken arm. Wow. That's it. That's that- it. A bus lands on top of you and you walk away with a broken arm thanks to the 40 people who lifted the big bus off of you. Oh my gosh. It's actually pretty amazing. But I'm like, what is wrong with this bus driver? Did you not hear the other? Dun, dun, dun? <laughs> That's another sign of that. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh, no. Oh, goodness. Okay. Murderabilia is what it's called. Wait till you hear what somebody paid for something involved with the Charlie Manson murders. I just, this I, is I, disgusting. I can't do this. And I, you know what? I wonder who it was. I know they're not probably going to publicize who it was, but I can take a good guess on who would have bought something like this. I'll tell you my theory. Bill? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think okay. so. You can tell time. we're a little. What do we? What, oh, and rapid fire. We're talking football, right? Yeah. That's Are we a calling little while? I'll, I'm going to text him here on the break and see if he wants to join a rapid fire because obviously we're going to talk about. We're going to go over the picks. It's about 15 minutes. We'll do that, but or 20 minutes really from here. But you know, the Dolphins Patriots was one of those picks. So I hate to wake up Bill at 5:30 in the morning in his to, vacation yeah, to talk about well, how the Dolphins to talk beat about the how the, the Dolphins beat his team. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm ready. Moving right along. We're talking murderabilia and the Dolphins winning. Isn't that exciting? It's I like all it. coming up next. 850 WFTL. We seek to do. Hold the border! Hold the border! What we seek to do is to make sure that all the resources are necessary and that we are joining with the city and state. 
my god! I'm gosh. sorry. I, I just needed a good laugh because I'm such a fan of AOC. Uh, <laughs> that was Alexander Oak, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, yes. Uh, she's out. Uh, she, was, I, she was trying to do a press conference about the immigration issue. She calls it an issue. It's a crisis in, in New York City. Uh, she was in front of the Roosevelt Hotel where they were housing. They opened up an old hotel and they opened up all these rooms and they put these migrants there. And uh, she came out to say that, you know, she wants them to release, I guess, the laws that say an illegal can't work like right away. So these people can get hired and, and work in restaurants and hotels and where, wherever they may find a job. Okay? Unbelievable. And that was what she was met with. She it, it was like walking into a war zone. She couldn't get a word out edgewise, so she finally had to give up. Boy, that is interesting, though. I mean, that's that's in the city, you know. And the, Tides that's, changed. Yeah, it sure seems that way. When you start affecting everyday life, which is what's happening there in that area of, of you know, Manhattan. You know where it happened? When the kids went to school. When yeah. these illegal immigrant kids were sent to public schools and you start screwing around with my kids' education. Because right. each one of these migrant children, the city said it's $31,000 a year to send them to school. Jeez. Which, you know, I, and I understand it's, it's no fault of their own. We just watched on Fox News this, this cargo train that's going through Mexico. How many illegals do you think are on this train? Oh, Making their way to the United States border, by the way. The multiple thousands, thousands, thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands, yeah. and they're making their way to the border. These people come here for a better life, but is it really? It doesn't behoove anybody. Nobody wins in this situation. Now, in in the the bluest of blue cities you can possibly imagine, Manhattan, they're like they got they're ready to get clubs out against these people and chase them out of the city. I think you're right. You know, you said something earlier. I can't remember if it was off air or, or uh, on air, but you mentioned a poll that's 85 percent of Americans. 82 percent say that immigration is the biggest issue heading into 24. Yeah, because they're looking at the results of it right now. Yeah, it's true. They see it in real time. And it's not just, you know, uh, Manhattan, you know, oh, it's New York everywhere. City as a whole, too. I mean, right. It's you're talking Chicago has a big problem with this now because and obviously, you know, L.A. and different places like that. Of course, in Texas, you have all these different spots throughout the country. And in liberal cities where they try to ignore these things from happening, they just say, oh, well, let everybody in. But then when they see how it actually affects them. Yeah. You know, yeah. you put it into practical use and you realize, oh, this doesn't really work when you let everybody in at the same time and, you know, Ill- illegal fashion instead of going through the proper channels. But there's no immigration problem, at no. least according to the no. Biden administration. They have it taken care of. Yeah, that's right. What did Trump say? There's going to be 50, 15. What did he say? 50 million? That's that's it was what, like ridiculous numbers. Yeah, by the end of this term, by the end, if it keeps on going the way it is, it was fifteen million. It was something like that. Illegals will be in this country by the time Biden says goodbye. That's what he was uh, predicting, anyway. That's crazy. Well, if you look at this cargo train that's coming across Mexico, yeah. uh, but Mexico's helping. Yeah, they're helping move these people across their country. Is what they're doing. It's it's craziness. It really is. Uh, what was even crazier, but it, fortunately, this one ended rather quickly. They had nine juvenile. Detention kids. I don't know how bad they were. I don't know what they were in the Abrexas Academy in Morgantown for, but Mm. there was a bloody riot there last night. These nine juveniles escaped. Uh, The state police in Pennsylvania moved in and they caught all of them. They didn't get very far. Oh, they, they, weren't, get, okay. they weren't very smart. They weren't like Cavalcanti who was gone for two weeks. I was wondering if they were all going to split up, if they were going to try to go home. 
But they were caught pretty quickly then. They probably stayed together is what happened. Yeah. I would assume. I, I don't know the details yet. They haven't said much. I mean, I haven't heard much because we, we watched the press conference with one of the state troopers on TV, but we don't hear it. But the good news is they got caught. Uh, the bad news is anybody involved with that detention center probably looking for a new job because the state police just took it over. Well, it's the same thing as the prison where your uh, buddy Cavalcanti escaped from. I mean, oh, but yeah, but who knew the guy was like a spider? I no, mean, come on, look at the way he escaped. But still, I mean, I don't know if they need to hire more <laughs> corrections officers or just have a better design. They, they, I to think the they, prison. I think they need better training. Is what's going to sounds gonna, like is it. what you're going to find out. That's what you're going to find out. Um, this was probably one of the most incredible stories ever, and I and we talk about this stuff all the time, and I always say all this kind of stuff carries bad juju. You know, you buy a John Wayne Gacy clown painting, that's bad juju yeah, staring like at that. you, yeah. okay? In this case, it was the front door to Sharon Tate's home. Oh, jeez. Where, obviously, the infamous murders of the Charlie Manson clan took place. Right. Uh, this is interesting. Trent Reznor. From uh, Nine Inch Nails? Yeah, wow. He did an album at the Cielo Drive house in 1992, long after the murders, because the murders took place in 69. Wow. And he realized this door is still here. They demolished this house. He went back and got the door. And then he put it in his studio, and he moved his studio to New Orleans. But then he relocated his studio, and the door stayed at the old studio. Uh. Some guy came in, this doctor came in. They, they were getting ready to destroy the studio that it was in. He takes the door. Anyway, he ends up getting it to the auction house. They thought this thing would go for two grand. It sold yesterday for $127,000. Oh, my gosh. Now, would you put Sharon Tate's door on oh. your door? No. Uh, for your front of the house? No, I wouldn't want what that. What are you going to do with this thing? My guess is, this is my theory, there's a guy named Zach Bagans. I don't know if you've heard of him. He does that show, Ghost Adventures. It's pretty popular on the on Oh, him. Discovery okay. Channel. Okay. Yeah. That's what his name is? Okay. Yeah. And he has his own haunted museum in oh, Las maybe Vegas. maybe he bought it. And he has a lot of that stuff. He's got stuff from Gacy. He's got stuff from, you know, different serial killers or, you know, like the Conjuring movies. He has, like, the actual Annabelle doll in this museum. How so, creepy is that? Oh, it's not good. So my guess is somebody like that, somebody like Zach Bagans, my guess is that he actually bought it to put it in his haunted museum in Vegas. I could be wrong. That's they, just my theory. They said 40 bidders were going after it. There are 40 people fighting for it. Okay. No, thank you. No. Hey, when we get back, we may have Bill joining us. We don't know because we're going to do our <laughs> sports picks, and we're both debating whether or not we really want to wake him up in Arizona I'll to text him talk and see about, what happens. to talk about that the Patriots lost the Dolphins. Oh, God. Anyway, that's all coming up next in Rapid Fire right after the news, 850 WFTL. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. This is the fluff version of Rapid Fire. <laughs> I'm already tired of talking about politics and bad stuff in the world. This is good stuff. Powerball for tonight, $638 bucks. Make sure you stop and buy a ticket. Mega Millions tomorrow night, nothing to sneeze at, $183 million. Just a reminder. All right. And wow. you know I hate lottery winners, and this is why a guy in Maryland who wanted to buy the Cash for Life scratch-off ticket, the cashier was new, screwed him up, gave him the wrong ticket. He decided to keep it. Good thing he did. He hit a jackpot for $580,000. Oh, well, good for him. Yeah, what a jerk. Let's go throw him a party. <laughs> I hope he gave the cashier that screwed up a tip. Yeah, really. That's pretty amazing. I wish something like that would happen to me. You know? Okay, so I waited all morning for this. Yes. Here we go. So I know you did a quick story there because we had to make time for the reveal uh. of the football picks. And this is why <laughs> I always say 
They play the games for a reason because you never know how things are going to turn out in the end. You're always concerned, Jen. And I, there has been a major shift, a major shift. Oh, that After means you're like way picks. ahead of everybody because you're the only person who took Florida. Well, let's find That's, out. I know that one you won. Week three of our football picks, actually. I'm sorry. So going into week three, you and Bill were tied at five and five on the season, and I was in the lead at six and four. Okay? That's really one game ahead. Yeah, that's right. Don't, don't gloat too much no, over there, okay? No, trust me, I'm not gloating. <laughs> You'll see why. Oh. <laughs> the first game we had on our list was number eight, Washington, was traveling to Michigan State. You and Bill were all over Washington. There was that controversy at Michigan State earlier in the week. Lean into well, that game with the head coach. And I won't pick anybody that starts with Michigan. Well, there's that too. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Mount Washington's got to come all the way over to East Lansing to play Michigan State. Who won? I thought Michigan <laughs> State was going to get the upset. You and Bill won because no, really? Washington destroyed Michigan <laughs> no, State. They really? Killed them. I started laughing in disgust when I saw the early score. It what was, was like the score. Oh, it was like the second quarter. Washington was up like 35 to no, 3. Really? I'm like, well, I lost that upset pick. <laughs> oh, God. There goes and that I, one. I, just to clarify, for if you're new to this show, I went to Ohio State. Of course. So that's why I say anything Michigan. Yesterday, I was walking out of Publix, two people coming in wearing Michigan shirts. I went, my worst nightmare is attacking me. And they looked at me and I went, Buckeye. And I had my Buckeye shirt on. They went, Aah! That's funny. So you and Bill get the win there. I start oh, with the woo. loss. And then I get another loss because believe it or not, I had Tennessee, too. We all picked Tennessee against Did Florida. Did we really? Yes. Oh, I thought you picked Florida. I was so close to doing it. So when we were talking about it, I was like, I really wanted to pull the trigger on the Gators because I felt like they could pull off the upset. Just had that feeling to it going into the swamp for Tennessee. And they did. And they did. Florida, it wasn't even close. I mean, Florida dominated them in that game. Florida's in the top 20 for the first time in a long time. For the actually. first time in, I think they said five or six years. Wow. The big three, Florida State, no disrespect to the other Florida schools, but the big three, Florida State, UF, and Miami are all in the top 25. Wow. It's, it's been that long. Holy cow. Amazing, isn't Florida it? Florida used to be such a, a contender. All of them, yeah. What happened so, to Alabama? We'll talk about them, too. Yeah, exactly. Because I had them in the picks. We're going to get to that. So I start off 0-2 in college. Great Saturday oh, for okay. me. Well, good. You lost. But yeah. we, and Bill and I got... Oh, we're one and oh. One and one. Or one and one. So on to the NFL, where Ugh. I thought was going to be the game of the day. The Chiefs against the Jaguars. It was a rematch of the AFC Divisional Round. Tell me Goldilocks didn't win, please, because I wouldn't pick Goldilocks. I can tell you Goldilocks, of course, is Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback of the Jaguars. <laughs> he did not win. Yes! Yes, 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 yes! Which means I lost. Oh, no! Because you and Bill had the Chiefs because you guys both said you cannot see the Chiefs starting 0-2 on the season. Of course, so they true. lost their opener to the Lions. You couldn't see them losing both of their first oh, games. Oh, no, I said because Patrick Mahomes' wife was going to beat the crap out of him if he lost the second time because she wants to see another Super Bowl win. We all have our theories. <laughs> so, I had the Jaguars because I thought, you know what, they're at home. They're going to get revenge for the playoff game last season. They're going to beat the Jaguars at or They're going to beat the Chiefs at home. The Jaguars lost in a dull, dull game, oh, 17 really? to 9. Oh, that is boring. Yeah, it was. Hmm. It was very boring. So, if you're keeping score at home, folks, uh-oh. Dieter is 0 3 after the first three games. <laughs> okay? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I know you won one. That's like it's, the yeah. next one. Like I said, a major shift took place. And then the second NFL game was the Ravens at the Bengals. 
I don't you, even know. I think I picked the Bengals because I like their quarterback. We all took the Bengals. It's Joe Burrow there. Right. Joey B. We all took Cincinnati because we thought there's no way they start 0-2. They do. Well, they the lost? Bengals start 0-2 on no. the season. They lost at home to their division rival Baltimore Ravens. It was a close game. Well, close in the end. The Ravens were up like a couple of scores, and the Bengals had to come back just to make it close at the end. The Bengals and wow. Joe Burrow started 0-2 on the season. How depressing. The only thing more depressing was me being 0-4. 0-4. Going into the wild card. Are you kidding me? I am such a loser. <laughs> How does this happen? Oh, my God. Disgusting. You've been spending too much time next to me. Oh That's your problem. Oh, my gosh. Well, in the wild card round... You and Bill both took... No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I took, took Alabama. This was what almost... What the hell was wrong with that team? This could have been the upset of the decade. Alabama was a 30-point favorite at USF. We were joking about yeah, that game on Bill's, Friday. You know, you know, alma mater. I was like, oh, your poor team's going to get destroyed. Exactly. And they and took a touchdown. Back. Yeah, at the end of the game, it took a touchdown just to win by 14. Alabama wins 17-3. to What's wrong with them? I, I don't think they have a quarterback. They played three quarterbacks in that game, Alabama. Did they really? They I, didn't, tr- I didn't watch the game. They were trying to figure it out. So they just they don't have an, an offensive identity right now, and they barely beat USF, 17-3. to I was I was riding my horse, and somebody sent me a text and said, you picked Alabama? Bad choice. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, they suck. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so they fall out. We talked about the big three being in the top 25 yeah, for the first gone. time in a while. Alabama's out of the top 10 for the first time in 138 weeks. Oh my God! Yeah, That's wow, bad. they stink. Yeah, they're not—they're not the same Holy Alabama cow. right now. So you won your wild card, which puts you at three and two on oh, the week. Good. You okay. won the week, Jen, at three and two. Did I really? Bill comes in second at two and three because he had the Patriots against the Dolphins oh. in our South Florida Morning Show matchup. And, of course, I had the Dolphins, so that's my only bright spot no. of the weekend. My lone win as I went 1-4 in four and week three of the football picks. Dolphins, great win. Again, the only bright spot. Thing. They went on the road. They win their first two games of the season with both of them on the road. So an awesome start to the season for the Dolphins. Hopefully they can continue a big win last night. Wow. But that so. means now after three weeks, Jen, you are in the lead. Oh, come on. Jen is in the lead. This is not a drill. You've now taken the lead at 8 and 7 on the year. Come on. And Bill and I are tied at 7 and 8. We're only a game ahead. There you go. Wow, I'm ahead. I told Go you a major shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, we, can I take a picture now and rejoice because it may be the last time I'm <laughs> That's ahead? That's right. So I'm go just going to stick with Patrick Mahomes wanting to win a second, his wife wanting to win a third Super Bowl. All right. We'll see how the rest right? of the three goes. for them, right? Would yeah, three, it would be right? three. Yeah, she wants another new house or something. Do you have another quick story? Do you want me to finish off? No, go ahead. Do you finish off? All right, so I'll finish off with this real I quick. Because I want to. I want to hear this story. Yeah. So this is this section of the morning show blog right now. Pensacola it was over the weekend. A group of people came across a big mako shark that was beached right there on the shore. I would say, what, do you think this thing is about like eight feet, right? Yeah, probably longer. Maybe, look, maybe look, like ten look, feet? Look, look, a lot, look very large. Ferocious looking thing just right there oh, on the I shore. I know, and it was dying. It was, and it was in pain, and you could tell it was hurt. Yeah, it was, it was rough. But these group of people worked together to actually pull this makeup, which must have been really heavy, to well, pull them funny. back into the water, it and was he swam away. Four guys, and at first it looks like they give up because they, the thing swings around and tries to bite them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not saving you either. I know, it's rough. But they ended up saving. 
giving him. So that's so pretty cool. You can see that video on the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com, and of course on the app. And coming up, the most incredible story of how Ikea returned a stolen famous painting. Really? Yes. Okay. Ikea's to thank. Was that your other rapid fire yes. story? And we ran out of time. Move it. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> move it down to the last segment. That's what we'll do. Hit a button. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> South Florida Morning Show. Jennifer Ross, Bill Adams is on vacation. We were going to call him at, at the picks, but we decided since the Patriots lost, it wouldn't be a good idea yeah, to, I to leave interrupt alone. his vacation three hours early. I didn't want to rub it in that the Dolphins beat them last night. You so. did, but you would be much safer 3,000 miles away. I get this for you, 2,500 miles away, Rude is, is. Rude is Monday morning uh, on vacation. Well, leave alone. Uh, anyway, uh, he'll be back. Uh, I, I get him down coming back Tuesday, so we better check with the boss before Uh-oh. he leaves town. Anyway, uh, just rather quickly, because I, I got to tell you this story about how Ikea got a, a masterpiece back. Um, the UAW, day four today. I suggest this isn't going to last past Wednesday for a number of reasons. One, wow. the auto, the big three can't afford it. It's going to cost them $5 billion by the end of the week. And they're going to go, eh, you know what? We'll suck it up. 13,000 union workers already walking the picket line. Expect 140,000 by uh, probably tomorrow. Um, and here's the thing. This is why I think it's going to end. Stellantis blinked. They want a 40% increase over four years as far as money goes, as far as salary. Uh, Stellantis came back at 21% yesterday. So they're getting closer. So do you think they meet in the middle somewhere or are they like hard they settle 40%? on? I bet you they come back at 32 and they accept it. You would think so. I mean, yeah. to meet in the middle somewhere. But it, that's just the beginning. They want pensions to increase. They want right. health care benefits in retirement. It, it, this is the kind of stuff, but they got to look at it because this is the kind of stuff that put GM out of business the first time, what, 20 odd years ago. Yeah, because but I mean, their retirement pay was far more than what their actual workers' pay was. Uh, their salary, their their payroll for retirees was like three times what it was for current workers, and it killed GM. So uh, we shall see what happens. Uh, Donald Trump was on uh, Meet the Depressed. Uh, did we put that up? What's on our blog? We have. I forgot actually, all about to ask you this about 45 minutes ago, like we, I was supposed to. We have the uh, Wild Kingdom on the blog today because we have the bears eating the donuts. Oh, and the Krispy Kreme donuts in Alaska. Oh, yeah. they had a good time. They broke into the van and just went to town. And uh, I mentioned during uh, Rapid Fire was the Mako rescue on Pensacola Beach over the weekend. It really is pretty cool. Usually, it's an amazing video. Are sharks like dolphins? I mean, if they beach themselves, are this because they sick? I, that's what I. That's what I thought. I mean, it could be wrong. Either that or you just got washed up by a big wave and couldn't get back. It's possible. Oh, yeah. One never knows. Oh, and the guy that got bit by the shark in the face off of New Smyrna Beach. Oh, yeah, that's right. Said he was just on, he, they had him on the Today Show. Oh, is that right? You should see his face. It got spots all over it. He really, he got bitten. It's really bad. He anyway, said it was because of a gold chain he was yeah, wearing, right? He said he, the, the, yeah, it was a gold chain and the shark probably thought he was a fish because of the glistening. They tell you don't do that. Yeah. Anyway, I got to tell you my story. Dutch police. Two minutes. You're good. Oh, I got plenty of time. Yeah, all day. Van Gogh painting. Okay, the Groninger, 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 I don't know how to say it, museum is happy it's back. They had it on loan. They gave it to this this other museum in Amsterdam. Okay. I can't say the name of it because it's a weird name. (laughs) Singer Lauren somebody or other. Anyway, this Van Gogh was there. In 2020, in a nighttime smash and grab, people walked away with this fabulous Van Gogh painting that is priceless. Wow. 10 by 22 oil on paper painting shows a person standing in a garden surrounded by trees with a church tower in the background. Very Van Gogh-ish. Okay, disappeared. 
Well, there's this guy by the name of Arthur Brand. Do you know who he is? No. He is a Dutch art professor turned art detective. Oh. Apparently, he's the go-to guy if you have stolen art and you want to negotiate a deal to return it without getting in trouble. Wow. So they called him up and said, hey, guess what? We have this Van Gogh that this museum, the Groninger one, would like back. Wow. Which puts you at three your wild card on oh, the week. Good. Three and two. At three and two. Okay. One the week, Jen. Bill. Could I really? Two and three becomes in second at Patriots because he had the uh, and are against the Dolphins. The morning show match. Uh, Southwood. Of course, I had the matchup. And that's my only Dolphins. So that's no. my bright spot. My lone win. <laughs> weekend. My one and four. as I went in week three and four. <laughs> Dolphins no. football pick. And uh, again, it's great win spot. Thing. The only point they win their first two. They went on the road. They with both of the two games of the season. So an awesome start. Them on the road. So Dolphins hopefully start to the season for the continue. A big win. They can. Wow. But then last night. Now that so. means, Jen, you are after three weeks. The lead oh. in Jen. Come on. <laughs> the lead is Andrew. <laughs> this is not a Jen taking the lead. You have them on the year. At eight and seven. Bill and I are tied. Come on. Eight. We only had seven and eight. There you go. I got a game ahead. I'm ahead. Tomorrow.